0: This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, The Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hill to Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. Matthew chapter 2, I read from verse 9 to 11, the scripture that our dear sister D read. When they had heard the king, they departed. And, lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them, till he came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts gold frankincense and man, and being warned of god in a dream that they should not return to herod they departed into their own country another way again i want to share on the fact that wise people seek jesus and wise people still seek jesus They follow the star. When you follow Jesus, you are following the star. Not a star. You are following the star. And those who truly follow the star must become true stars in life. Where are the stars? If you are one of them, rise up, shake one leg, and shout (laughs) hallelujah. Wise people still seek him. Wise people. Those who are truly, totally, wholly wise, they still seek Jesus on this earth those who are wise seek him those who are foolish they don't but those of you who seek him you are wise and wisdom is the principal thing if you read daniel 12:3 daniel 12:3 the scripture says and they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever. You remain a great star. If people are not yet celebrating you, they will soon be celebrating you in the name of Jesus. Wisdom is very important. And what is wisdom? Wisdom is the capacity to see things from God's perspective and to act on them according to scriptural principles. You begin to see things the way God is saying things. In other words, divine wisdom is understanding God's opinion on earthly circumstances and using such in situations of life. Divine wisdom is the instruction of God correctly applied to remove obstructions from life. Every obstruction that comes your way now, you will have the instruction to remove obstructions in the name of Jesus. Wisdom is using the available to do the impossible. You may not have everything, But when something is available, because when the desirable is not available, the available becomes desirable. And wisdom is using the available to do the impossible, using the available to get the desirable. I see God making you wise. Someone is here. The way you will be applying wisdom, people will wonder which school you went to. I see God baptizing you with the spirit of wisdom in the name of Jesus. Wisdom is that which enables men to judge what are the best ends and the best means of attaining them. Wisdom is doing what is required to acquire what you desire. That is wisdom. When you do what is required to acquire what you desire, they'll be wondering which school you went to. That is wisdom. And you know that if you are not wise, you cannot rise. I see you rising in life. You will not stagnate in the name of Jesus. And the scripture is full of people who applied wisdom. I said in the first service, Noah applied wisdom. Enoch applied wisdom. And they were excluded from the destructive things that happened in their generation. And that's why God is keeping you safe and secure. And he will keep keeping you safe and secure in the name of Jesus. There was also Andrew, who was wise because he brought people to Jesus. There was also Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived. 1 Kings chapter 12, verse 3. Wise people respond to Christ. They seek him. They seek to worship him. Wise people. You learn a lot of lessons from these wise men. From the East. Who followed the star. And they became stars. We are still reading about them today. Your fame is going to go around the world. In the name of Jesus. Now look at certain things that wise people. Number one, wise people still approach Jesus. Wise people still approach Jesus. Matthew chapter 2, verse 1 to 10. Matthew 2, verse 1 to 10. They approach him for salvation. They approach him for safety. They approach him for security. They approach him for service. They approach him for support. They approach him for strength. They approach him for strategy. They approach him for supply. Wise people still approach Jesus. They are approaching for salvation, for safety, for security, for service, for support, for strength, for strategy, for su- supply. Those who are wise, when they want to strategize, they approach him. That's what I do. I have a chair in my, in my room. I call him my strategic chair. When I'm to attend something, I go and sit on the chair and be meditating, ruminating, and suddenly wisdom comes. I see God baptizing with that spirit of wisdom in the name of Jesus. So wise people still approach him. Number two, wise people still adore him. Matthew chapter 2 verse 2 and verse 11. Matthew 2 2 verse 11. They still adore him. They still worship him as these wise men do. Wise people worship. When others are wiling away their times, playing football, golf, in the time they ought to worship, wise people still worship. They go to church. They know you must do first things first. To become first in life. Wise people, they adore him. That's why we must learn to adore him rightly. John 4, 24. Adore him rightly. John 4, 24. Adore him repeatedly. Revelation 2, 4. Revelation 2, 4. We must live for him daily. We must adore him daily. We should adore him daily. Adore him repeatedly. We must also learn to adore him reverently, reverently. Prefer him, praise him, and make him to be preeminent in your life. Let us adore him rightly, repeatedly, reverently. And let us adore him responsively, responsively. Adore him responsively because wise people do that. 1 John 4, 11, 1 John 4, 11. And number three. Wise people still adorn him. They give him gifts. They give him glory. They give him honor. Wise people still adorn him. And that's why these wise men, they came to give him gifts. They gave him gold, which represents his sovereign dominion. They gave him gold, which represents Jesus' sovereign dominion. gold, Is a present that you give to king. It's the most precious matter. They gave him gold. They gave him frankincense, which represents his sinless deity. They gave him gold that represents his sovereign dominion. They gave him frankincense that represents his sinless deity. They gave him my, which represents his sacrificial death. They were just predicting that this one is born to die. For sins. Other people didn't know, but these were wise people. What they brought showed that they are really wise. Because they were meaningful things. And for you to be meaningful, you need to be giving God, sacrificing to God meaningful things. And you cannot be sacrificing meaningful things to God and not become successful in life. And not live a meaningful life on, on, on earth. These are the secrets for making it on earth. It's not just through hard work alone. It's through wisdom. Through wisdom. There are people who think they can achieve all they want to achieve through hard work. But there is hard work. There is smart work. There is wise work. In life, those who know how to work smart and work wisely, they make it better than others. These ones were wise. They knew what to give to Jesus. And those things were meaningful things. Number four. Wise people still acknowledge him. Acknowledge him as personal man, Lord, and Savior. Acknowledge him as the author of change. As the one who can change you, channel his blessings, and challenge you to be the best in life. Matthew chapter 2, verse 12. Wise people still acknowledge him. Number five, wise people still admire him. Still, I admire him. You read about him. You meditate about him. There is so much to admire. About Christ. Wise people still admire the way of Christ. The work of Christ. The wisdom of Christ. The wealth of Christ. The worship of Christ. Wise people admire him. Who do you admire? Shout Jesus. Who do you admire? I see people admiring you. And you become famous in the name of Jesus. Wise people still admire him. And number six. Wise people still advertise him. They talk about him. They tell other people about him, as these people did. Matthew chapter 2, verse 2 to 11. Matthew 2, 2 to 11. Wise people still advertise Jesus. Advertise him. Talk about him. Whether people want to hear or not, they still advertise him. And number seven, wise people still accept him as personal Lord and Savior. They accept him. They accept everything about him. They accept what the scripture says about him. They accept him as the author of life, as the author of light. They accept his declaration. They accept his proclamation. Wise people still accept everything about him. They leave nothing out. Everything about him, they accept. They accept the Old Testament. They accept the New Testament. They accept grace. And they don't use grace as a license to be sinning. They accept him. Wise people still accept him. And you will be wise to accept him, accept his ways and his work. And there will be changes in your life. There are people seated here now. If you fully accept him, the positive changes you are looking for will be noticed in your life. And I see those positive changes coming to pass in your life. Because this Jesus is peculiar, it's like no other, very peculiar. All others, all other people who claim and proclaim to be God, they died. And their bones are still there in the grave. If you go to where they bury Muhammad, you will see where they bury him. The grave is still They go there to throw stones or do whatever they want to do. But still there. Go to Israel and you will see the tomb is empty. It's no more there. Go to where he was born. In the manger, it's no more there. In the grave, it's no more there. He's seated in heavenly places far above principalities and power. Your mediator and my mediator. When he was on earth, he declared that if you kill him on the third day, he will rise. Did he not rise? That's why we still pray to him and he answers. He's unique. This Jesus is so peculiar. He's peculiar in his advent. Philippians 2, 5-8. to Peculiar in his first coming, in his advent. Philippians 2, 5-8. to This Jesus. He's peculiar in his achievement. Philippians 2, verse 8. And you go through the scriptures, you see the pain of his achievement, the power of his achievement, the price of his achievement. He's peculiar in his achievement. No other person achieved what he achieved. He lived 33 and a half years. He spent 30 years preparing. And in three years he did everything. We are still trying to unravel. Unique, peculiar, special. In all ramifications. 33 years. Three years. He did all the signs and wonders and miracles that we are still trying to unravel. We have not understood everything He's peculiar in his advent, peculiar in his achievement, and he's peculiar in his advancement. You read Philippians chapter 2 verse 9 to 11. You see the advancement. Let me read that scripture. Philippians chapter 2 verse 9 to 11 wherefore God had highly exalted him, no other one is exalted like him, and giving him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven, and things in earth, and things under the earth, and that every tongue of the devil and his demons should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Wherefore, my beloved, as she have already obeyed, not as in my presence, only, but now much more in my absence. Walk out your salvation with fear and trembling because this Christ is unique in every ramification. He's your Lord and your Savior. That's why you are so peculiar. You don't know how special you are. When you are walking, you are a walking spirit. That's why COVID-19 cannot touch you. That's the truth. And like I said, it's not this thing you are using to cover your face that has protected you. It's good we keep to the protocols. Obey the government. But let me tell you what is keeping you. This God. So that when you enter the crowd where these diseases are, they stay clear away from you. You think you have not entered where people infected were? You must have been. But see you. Who is keeping you? Who is keeping you? Who will keep keeping you? You believe that rise up, shake one leg and shout hallelujah. So he's peculiar in his advancement. This Jesus will remain my Lord and your Lord. He's exalted in his name. He's exalted in his fame. He's exalted in the game of life. This Jesus is very peculiar. And from the scriptures, when we talk about Christmas, look at the scriptures. Read Isaiah chapter 9, when you get back home again, from verse 1 to verse 6. Very popular scripture. You will see the promise of Christmas predicted long time ago the promise of Christmas. You see the person of Christmas, that Jesus is the person of Christmas. So celebrating Christmas without the person of Christmas is an empty celebration. You see the promise of Christmas. You see the person of Christmas. You see the purpose of Christmas, which is salvation. Matthew 1:22. he was born that he will save his people. So you see the promise of Christmas, the person of Christmas, the purpose of Christmas. You see the pursuit of Christmas. That those who pursue Christ, they are wise. The pursuit of Christmas, wisdom. You see the presence of Christmas, the star, the glory of God. And you see the power of Christmas, that He brings changes, salvation to life. So you go through the scriptures, you see what Christmas really is. And you learn lessons from these wise men, so that you too will become wise. From these wise men, the wise men show us how to recognize the Lord. How you can recognize the Lord in circumstances and situations. Matthew chapter 2, verse 9 to 11. Matthew 2, 9 to 11. The wise men show us how to reverence the Lord. Matthew 2, verse 11. Matthew 2, verse 11. The wise men show us how to rely on him. Rely on him for the challenges of life. Rely on him no matter what you face. Rely on him to conquer in every battle that you face. So the wise men show us how to recognize the Lord, how to reverence him, how to rely on him. The wise men also teach us about determination in life. Never to give up when you are pursuing a goal. See the challenges they faced. See the threats of Herod. They were determined to see Jesus. And they saw Jesus. I don't know what you are determined to see. I pray that spirit of determination will be seen in your pursuit. And you will get that thing. You will get to that level in the name of Jesus. So the wise men teach us lessons about determination in life. The wise men were determined. They were determined to find God's promise, to find God's plan and his presence. The wise men also teach us lessons about delighting in God. Delighting in God Delighting in his grace that can make you great. Delighting in God's guidance so that he will lead you through everything you are going through. Delighting in God's gift. So these people teach us not only about determination in life, but about delighting in God. The wise men teach us about devotion to God. These people were devoted to God. They bowed down to worship him. They brought Jesus. Gift. A small baby. They knew the essence. He could not yet talk, but they knew the importance of Christ and they brought him gifts. The wise men, they teach us lessons about handling challenges, about charity, about changes. And I see positive changes taking place in your life. There is so much that Christmas can teach us. Is it not an irony that the creator, who created everything, in whom all things consist, He was looking for an inn. There was no room for the creator in the places he created. And he was now born in the cradle, in a manger. No inn for the savior. That speaks of rejection. And you still see people rejecting him today. Is there room for him in your heart? He came unto his own. They rejected him. Remember, Joseph and Mary were looking for an inn the most important person in the universe, the creator of heaven and earth, they turned him away from every available accommodation. No room! No room! And he was born in a manger. But God knew what he was doing. He was born where he could be available to the low, the high, and the mighty. He was available. So that there was no room for him speaks of his rejection, speaks of his redemption. This Jesus is now highly exalted. He's no more in the manger. He's now your mediator. He's now crowned, seated in heavenly places. And every time you pray and the devil wants to say no answer, he comes in for you. And I see him standing in the gap for you. I'd like you to just lift up your hand and worship him and say, Lord, thank you. Thank you for what you are doing. I know you are doing so much for me that I may not even know. I just want to worship and acknowledge you. Thank you. Thank you for everything you are doing for humanity, for everything you are doing for me, even for my safety and security. Thank you for keeping me safe and secure. And if you are out there, you have not given your life to Christ. Can you allow a room for him? your life the creator came to the created and they said no space when you reject him you are saying no space in your life for him i pray for you that as you accept him today as your personal lord and savior he will take over your life he will take over your affairs he'll be leading you in the name of jesus and every other person i'd like you to rise up stretch forth your hands let me pray for you something unique is going to happen in your life Lord, I pray for these ones that you have secured, these ones that you have saved, who have come to worship. They have shown wisdom in coming to worship and to acknowledge you as personal Lord and Savior. They are behaving like the wise men. And we know if you are not wise, you cannot rise. Let these ones keep rising in life. In the name of Jesus. Let these ones never stagnate in life. As they are following you, the star, let them become stars. Shining lights in this generation. In the name of Jesus. Wherever they dwell, let there be light. Let there be life. Let these ones achieve destiny. Let them fulfill purpose. And let this one redesign it in life. In the name of Jesus. Whatsoever is troubling you now, whatsoever is the challenge you are facing now, I ask that you overcome in the name of Jesus. Whatever you lack ability to do... Receive divine ability to perform... In the name of Jesus... Where they said you are not relevant... You become relevant... The level they said you will not get to... They will see you go above that level... And the level you are in... now Will be the lowest you ever attain... I see God lifting you... You become a high flyer... In this generation... This Lord will build you up... Will boost you up... In the name of Jesus... Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray. God bless you. Give the Lord a round of applause. God bless you. God bless you. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at Dethrone Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-0000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored.